Oh, good morning, everybody. Doesn't that uh, music want, invite you to take a breath, to be here, to appreciate the stillness and the poignancy that is Christmas time, as well as the razzmatazz? Welcome, welcome to Essex Church, to this community of Kensington Unitarians. Welcome to our annual carol service. As a Unitarian congregation, we have diverse beliefs. Our faith is far from unanimous. But at this time of year, it still feels both special and important to mark the birth of Jesus in traditional ways with carols and readings. It's good to gather in community to honour old traditions and to forge new ones. We arrive here, don't we, in our different states. Some bring joys, others troubles, some are weary and some are full with a zest for living. Let's take a moment now to recognise how we are this morning. What we bring with us to our time together. As we honour the birth of the Christ child, let us also acknowledge the child within each and every one of us. The child that loves and trusts and reaches out to our world. So I light our chalice flame and our advent wreath. We have those three candles there burning brightly, reminding us of the time of preparation as we move towards Christmas, representing the love that Jesus represents in our world. And if you have a look at your order of service this morning, which is so beautifully printed by Jane, it has all the words there. And... um, Inevitably, at Christmas time, there are changes. One of our soloists has already been taken sick, and who knows what will have happened by the end. So, can I ask you all to join in? Can you all, each of you, be the soloists for our first uh, carol? We're going to sing all the verses of the joyous good news Go Tell It on the Mountain. Thank you. 
Um, This is a reading from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Thank you. 
walkouts already. Um, the reading is uh, it's from a poem by Edward A. Good name this for December. Edward A. Frost. The carols we sing. The carols we sing are echoes of the years of our lives. Christmas visitors bringing with them memories of other scenes, of other times, of other people, of us, ourselves, in other guises. We have sung these same songs in the childhood which abides in us still. We have sung them in young love, in the naive dream of an eternity of Christmases. We have sung these songs to drown out our hurt and to amplify joy. If in this season we find that we are aware of shifting moods, it can only be because we have lived a life of many moods, each recreated in the play of Christmas. We may need to sit quietly and stare into the distance. We cannot always sing. And the spirit that needs freedom to wander, to revisit old regrets and to remember joy, returning then to remind us from whence we came, singing old songs in new places. We sing together in the harmony of our humanness, remembering with each singing of the songs.
I don't know about you, but one of the things that I often do at this time of year is look back on the year and think of things that have been joyful. And one of the things that have been very joyful for me in my working life has been the uh, renewal of our kids' club, helped by dear Sam. And so I would invite you, Sam, to come up now. Can we have Alicia, Tyler, Carolyn and Kayo? because I would like to give you a present for your hard work in the children's group. There we go. And there's two. Congratulations, all of you. Could we have a round of applause? And I know we have some visiting young people with us today. You are always welcome to join the Kids Club. And, uh, and in that spirit, perhaps any child who's here who would like to sing away in a manger now, we've got the words for you, and if you'd like to come up to the front. And then the children will be leaving for their own activities.
And so the children come, and so they have been coming always in the same way, born of the seed of man and woman. No angels herald their beginning. No prophets predict their future courses. No wise ones see a star to point their way, to find the babe that may save humankind. Yet each night a child is born is a holy night. Fathers and mothers sitting beside their children's cribs feel glory in the wondrous sight of a life beginning. And they ask, how will this new life unfold? What mysteries await to be explored? Each night a child is born is a holy night.
fellow minister, uh, Meg Riley, writes about that reading I, I read earlier on. Each night a child is born is a holy night, Unitarian Universalists often say in our Christmas services. And what if we really believed it? What if we believed that each child, including us, was holy not only when they were cooing and freshly powdered with a little bit of drool coming out of a toothless smile onto a bright, clean bib, but also when covered with poo and screaming, being sick on our best clothes? What if we believed they were holy as teens with attitudes and as adults with every struggle known to humankind? What if in our complicated, wildly imperfect lives we looked only for signs that pointed us to our own and everyone else's holiness? In this holiday season, that's the gift that this radically incarnational faith offers, to know that each one of us is an embodiment of the holy. May our lives help to point one another to this truth. No matter how hard we have to work, may we follow signs that affirm our very being and presume that other signs point to destinations we don't need to visit. And so with that sense of all being holy, I invite you now into a time of stillness and meditation. A quiet time. A time when we can turn our attention inwards. Aware of sounds in the room as there always are. Aware of those busy London streets calling to us to get out there and spend. But oh no, let us spend time alone quietly now in togetherness with others. We might soften our gaze or close our eyes. Take a gentle breath and allow everything within us to settle for a while. Let's be still. And let's enjoy a time of stillness together. All is quiet. All is still for a couple of minutes.
I suggest we remain seated now as we sing our next carol, Our Little Town of Bethlehem, How Still We See Thee Lie. As I pray that each of us may find our way through the noise and the turmoil of the days ahead to a true meaning of Christmas for you, to quieter joys and peacefulness, a chance to stop for a while and go deeper. May we find the songs that sing in our own hearts our own particular tune and may we remember that the most important gifts are indeed those golden moments that can never be wrapped or placed under a Christmas tree may we whose, whose needs sometimes seem so great come to understand just how close we often are to that which we seek 
How often the things we grasp for are ours already if we do but stretch out our hands and open our hearts. May we be brave enough for life and for love and be guided in our search through darkness and doubt until we find a faith that knows no place or season, until we learn at last that though the very stars may seem to wander, there is that within us which need never lose its way. And in a few moments of shared stillness now, I invite you to make your own prayers, send your own caring thoughts to people and places where there is need or suffering. in our less than perfect world may love guide us on our way and help us to find an inner peace which helps us to accept that which is now and always Amen and Let's sing to each other now as we sing our next carol God rest ye merry gentle folk
marvellous carol that is. <laughs> and I would wish comfort and joy for everyone at this time. And of course we know the truth, that cases of domestic violence go up at Christmas time because it is a strain for families to be together in that way. So that is why we're having our collection today for the charity Refuge, which on any particular day is supporting around 3,000 women and children in refuges and helping them to get their lives back on track again. So please give generously as you feel able, and if you're a UK taxpayer, we have gift aid envelopes for you to fill in. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you so much for your generosity and we'll print in the uh, newsletter how much money we've raised today. I really appreciate that. And so I think now we have a bumper edition of two carols sung um, one after the other, ding dong merrily on high and then the children are coming in to sing we wish you a Merry Christmas.
A few closing words. Give us the spirit of the child. Give us the child who lives within. The child who trusts, the child who imagines, the child who sings, the child who receives without reservation, the child who gives without judgment. Give give us the spirit of the child who is not afraid to need, who is not afraid to love. Amen. Go well and blessed be.